Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Graham, as life, uh, we took a sidebar, been a couple of weeks, a couple of podcasts, but hang in there with me. We're going to do a full study as much as we can on the subject of the enemies of our faith and the purpose of doing this, as I mentioned before, the Bible tells us that God said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, but it also says that we overcome uh, by uh, knowledge as well. So it is my uh, honor to spend the time with you guys to truly give you a good picture um, as to some of the major enemies of our faith so that you can get familiar with them, so that you can recognize them when they present. Uh, before you in your struggles or in your situation of faith. But the Bible tells us that we ought to fight the good fight of faith. So you're in this middle of a fight, and I want you to recognize how the enemy is coming, what punches he's going to use, how he's setting his legs up to put those punches so that you can recognize it and you can counter that uh, by faith. The Bible says uh, that once uh, uh, Abraham uh, maintained his faith, he was strong in faith, and he got his reward. It says he was not weak in, but he was strong in. And then it tells us how we ought to be strong in, and the Bible tells you and I that we ought to be worshiping God. Even though the fig tree does not prosper, yet will I praise him. And so we see that the time uh, between the time we make the confession and the time of the manifestation once we go through those process or one of the last thing is that you and i will maintain a life uh, of worship and during that particular aspect of our believing of things the bible promises us that something happens to us we become fully persuaded that god is able to do what he said that he was going to do so hang in there we are going to look at unforgiveness. Forgiveness is a big thing within the church and within Christian dome. So um, I want you to buckle up and enjoy the study on forgiveness. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. We've been looking at the enemies of our faith and we will continue this study for a little while. There are a couple of other things that I want to address. Um, talked about fear. Um, there's this one that a lot of people don't talk about, but Jesus did he talked about forgiveness. And this is, uh, one of the enemies of our faith. We're going to look into the word and see what, uh, God says about this. Um, in the book of, um, John, actually in the book of, um, uh, Mark, when Jesus talks about how f- forgiveness hinders our faith, and you see that when he talked about uh, in Mark 11, uh, 22 to, and uh, to 25. What I'll do is just take 25 and um, uh, 24, sorry, says, Therefore I say unto you, things whoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses. But you do not forgive, neither will your heavenly Father which is in heaven forgive you of your trespasses. So we see 
in scripture we'll see we'll take a look as we i usually do this in two parts we'll take a look and see that um god is interested in forgiving you if you are not interested in forgiving someone he will not forgive you and there's this correlation that um is uh, married with them with uh, you forgiving someone and god forgiving you um which uh, we see that Matthew uh, 6.14-15 says, If you forgive men their trespasses, Heavenly Father will also forgive you. And again, if you forgive, God will forgive you. And so forgiveness, we see it's very important, but it is a act that you have to do. Um, the Bible tells us to be angry and sin not. Um, we see that in the book of Ephesians. Uh, that is, I believe, uh, Ephesians 4, 26 through 27. It tells us how we ought to behave in the book of, of uh, the Bible. Uh, and I keep telling you guys, we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness. And when we are translated in the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God, we ought to behave different. And forgiveness is one of the keys of this um, usage of our faith, get what we want, the desires of our heart, as the Bible states. So we've been talking about the enemies that uh, Lucifer knows us, he studied us. We are in a warfare, the Bible tells us, for uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. It tells us about fighting the good fight of faith. And so we've been focusing on you getting to understand the enemies of your faith. Um, Ephesians 4, 26 through uh, 27 puts it this way. It says, Be you angry and sin not, not the sun go down on upon your wrath, neither give place devil. And so I wanted to bring that to you guys to show you that the enemy, um, this forgiveness uh, is a part of this warfare that he is going to use this. And the Bible tells us that we ought not to give place to the devil. Uh, one of the most powerful um, chapters that you'll read about forgiveness is with Paul in Second Corinthians chapter uh, 2 when he talks about uh, a brother. Um, he's, he's admonishing the church to forgive this brother that has done uh, harm. And he makes a statement in there that is really profound. Um, he says, For to this end also I did write, that I may know the proof of you, whether you be obedient in all things to whom you forgive anything I forgive also. Or if I forgive anything to whom I forgive it, for your sake forgive I it in the person of Christ. Peace, Satan should give get an advantage us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And so we see that uh, this unforgiveness peace that is in there, and the Bible tells us if someone has done something to us, to forgive them. We are here, behave differently and act differently, as I said. Um, Colossians 3, 12, 12 uh, to 13 puts it this way. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy, 
kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. 13. Forbearing one another and forgiving another. If any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgive you, so also do you. And so the Bible tells us, and you see this importance on the act of forgiveness. And many of you have heard me talk about a testimony that a woman refused to forgive her her uh, husband who had cheated on her, and he was dead about 10 plus years. And when I came in to pray for her to get her healed, she had arthritis. Uh, God revealed to me that she needed to forgive. And so I said to her, um, God said he'd heal you, but you have to forgive uh, you need to forgive someone. I, I don't know who it is. And she told me, no, I'm not going to forgive him. At the time, I didn't know who she was talking about, but she said, I'm not going to forgive him. And I said, who are you talking about? She said, my husband. So I asked her, is he here? Bring him so we could pray with him as well and deal with this situation. She said, no, he's dead. He's been dead for 10 years. And so, um, but I told her, and I said to her, uh, then God said, if you forgive him, he will heal you of your arthritis today. And you had to see this woman's hands. It was one of the, it was pulled looking, it was really deformed. And she looked at me and said, no, I will not do it. And so uh, she did not receive her healing as it was um that God wanted to do for her. And so uh, you and I have to forgive because it hinders our faith, as we saw in the book of uh, Mark 11. And it says, um, and forgive us our deaths as we forgive our debtors. The Lord's Prayer, we talk about that. And so we see this connection, we, us forgiving and uh, uh, God forgiving. And, you know, uh, it is important that you find whoever, uh, whatever you've done or any, anyone that have, uh, sinned against you in any way, forgive him. Let me take a, take you to Matthew, um, 18, uh, 21. Let's read a couple of those scriptures and we see, then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times Jesus said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a king, which would take account of his servants. And when he began to reckon, one was brought to him, owed him thousand talents. And for, but for as much as he to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment to be made. I want to stop there because I want to go and take this, um, story tomorrow, Matthew 28, 18 through 21. And we're going to take a look at that and a little deeper and see that this servant, he does 
and what happens to him because he did not forgive. There's another scripture. Um, it tells us that we are to make sure that we come to our brother. And First um, uh, John four twenty four four twenty, um, it says, "If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he has loved not, for he that loved not his brother whom he can see, you know, how can he love God whom he can't see?" There's, uh, you know, the Bible breaking it down, as they say, for all these people that are walking around spewing hate. And I think this is a needed conversation right now about this hate. If you take a look around in the world today, see this spirit of hate just walking through people. I'm talking about the church. I'm not talking about people in the world. I believe that the world is a mess because the church is a mess. We are the light of the world, and we ought to be shining and walking in the power of God so that the church can uh, stand up and, and uh, hold back the enemy's um, uh, um, behavior and his tactics. But because we are not in the, um, we are not walking in forgiveness. We are a mess and the world is a mess. First John 1 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Forgiveness, unforgiveness is unrighteousness. And we see, uh, we started with the scripture in Mark 11, 22, 23 and, and 25 and so forth. Where Jesus arrests is this this um, us, and he says, "Wait a minute! If you are praying for something and you're asking God for something and you did not forgive, you to go ahead and take care of that, because if you don't, you will not get anything from God the Father." And um, forgiveness, I have always said, is not done from a place of weakness. It is done from a place of strength. It is a place where you and I gain our power, our authority, and we are able to stand up and uh, um, fight the enemy so that we will be able to be stronger. Our family, the Christian family, can be stronger. Ephesians 4, 26, 27 tell us, um, as I mentioned to you, don't let the sun go down and give the devil an opportunity to come in and cause us to um to to not forgive to walk in unforgiveness once you, you know, make your decision to go and forgive that person and talk to them uh the bible says that uh, uh the holy spirit is here to help us um in John 24, I think it's John 20, 22 to 23, when Jesus breathes on his disciples and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. And then he told them to go and forgive people. So we see that in this example, that the Holy Spirit is critical in um, forgiving and the act of beginning to walk and uh, to forgive our brothers and sisters that has caused us harm. And when he said, when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, See the Holy Spirit, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiving them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. So here we see Jesus um, putting the importance of the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you, to assist you in this deed that you need to take care of. Because it is hard. It's coming against 
as I mentioned, is coming against your, you are a new creature. And so your flesh part of you do not want to forgive, but your spirit, you are now in a new kingdom. And as a part of the new kingdom, God says that you must forgive. And so have to do this, guys. God said there's no other way, you know. Um, he tells us in the scripture, but I say unto you who hears, love your enemy, good to those that hate you, and bless those that curse you, pray for those who abuse you. This is the word of God, guys. And so why is he doing this? Because the Bible says he's trying to protect us from the, um, what happens to someone when they walk in a state of unforgiveness? There's a tremendous amount of uh, um, things that follow that bitterness, um, bile, all of these things that are harmful to us. This bitterness is intense, you know. It's it's and so it can keep us. Um, from God and from our blessing. This spirit of unforgiveness, we need to take authority over it and we need to begin to, um, to walk as Jesus said, you know. Uh, the Bible tells us in the Old Testament, it calls this bitterness the, the prison of, of, of an asp or of the serpent. You and I are not to walk in unforgiveness. Jesus said, forgive. And if we ought to forgive, he says, God the Father will forgive us. So I implore you guys, go before God, ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life and to help you on the endeavor that you need to go on in order to forgive these people who ever have harmed you in any way. And they will be, um, God will take care of it and he will set you free so that you can get the desires of your heart as you can go back. And Jesus says, uh, go back and ask. It will be given to you and speak to that mountain. So if he says, if you don't do that, you can't get anything. The Bible tells us that we walk by faith, not by sight. We are in a new kingdom, guys, and this new kingdom requires new behavior. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. As we continue our topic, I'm excited to get back into this topic. So here we go. Let's go back and continue our study. Uh, There's so many of them, but I'm trying to gather what call most of the main ones uh, to bring it to your attention. The Bible tells us that we must fight the good fight of faith. So this is a fight. There is a war going on. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, wickedness in high places. Uh, the Bible tells us that um, we ought to be aware of the wiles of the enemy, that you and I can stand in the day when he comes to you and I. So, one of the things that we have to do, the Bible tells us that God said that his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So what we're trying to do is to educate you as to the enemies of your faith, because the enemy uh, is interested in your faith just as much as God is interested in your faith. Talked about uh, going, finding the word of God on your situation. And the reason why is uh, because you're in a new kingdom 
And in this new kingdom, this is the new policy by which you would deal with this particular situation that arise in your life because you're in a new kingdom and you're learning the rules, the regulations, and all of those things. So in each situation that arises in your life, there is a law and a policy for it. It is up to you and I to go and find the policy relating to that situation and then bring it before God because he said, put me in remembrance of my word, of my policies and procedures by which you operate in this new kingdom. So you and I have to understand that as a part of this new kingdom, we have to behave differently and we have to utilize all of our knowledge as we gain it in this new kingdom as new citizens that we have to behave differently. And so as we begin to understand this principle, we now begin to study and become uh, aware of what the enemies of our faith look like. And we have been studying several of them. We started yesterday on talking about forgiveness and unforgiveness. And so we are going to start with the book of Mark eleven twenty two through 26, and we'll see that faith uh, unforgiveness uh, hinders our faith. It prevents it from working. Why? Because if we don't forgive, God is not going to forgive us. So if we're disconnected from our source by unforgiveness, how will we again uh, get the power for what we want? Because we're going to use his words to go and get it and put him in remembrance of it. So if he's not looking at us and he says that our prayer is an abomination because we haven't forgiven, there's no way we'll get what we want. So for uh, verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you shall have them. And now he's going to tell us the hindrance to all of that. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you ought, if there's have any ought against any, that your father also is in heaven to forgive you of your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father, which is in heaven, give you your trespasses. So that's the policy and the procedure for your actions when it comes to being and believing and asking God for something in his kingdom. So forgiveness is important. And you'll see that all through the Bible in Matthew 6, uh, 12 through 15. And forgive our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. If you forgive other people when sin against you, your heavenly Father also um, will forgive you. If you do not forgive others their sins, Father 
will not forgive your sins. And I am pointing to the policies and procedures that are in this particular kingdom and that you and I have to behave if we are a part of this kingdom. This is our new behavior that God expects from us as this new citizens within this kingdom of God. And we look at John um, uh, chapter 20, verse 22 through 23, and we'll take a look again. And when he said, when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, um, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld from you. So we see again this correlation between uh, us forgiving and being forgiven by God. And that is his policy and procedures by which he operates within the kingdom. And so in this particular scripture, we see that the Holy Spirit is here to help you and I to um, the process of forgiving someone. That he will guide us, he will help us, and uh, provide us the strength for us to be able to do that. Um, many of you guys have heard me always say the scripture, one of my favorite scripture, come, let's reason together. And I have never really uh, read that whole entire scripture to you guys because of the benefit that it comes with that, that I receive as a believer when I come and reason together with God. Let me read it to you in its entirety so you could see the beauty of why I love this scripture. It says, this is in Isaiah chapter 1, verses 18. Now, and let us reason together, dear the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And so here you see this process of God forgiving uh, my sins, forgiving one's sins, and making us look beautiful in his sight. And so when we we reject being that same um, forgiveness to others. The Bible says God turns us over. He rejects us and he'll turn us over to um, to uh, uh, the, the tormentors. And we're going to take a look at that uh, and read that scripture because it is really a beautiful um, scripture that you and I need to be aware of when it comes to the word of God and uh, when it's dealing with forgiveness and unforgiveness, because the Bible tells us that we ought to forgive just as God um, for, uh, forgive us, and he's very serious about that. Again, this is a policy and procedure within this new kingdom that we have to behave. Um, we are looking now at Matthew 18. I read some of it yesterday, but I want to continue reading that to you Um and let's get to the end and see the fullness of what Jesus was talking about. Therefore, uh, this is Matthew eighteen twenty three. We are going all the way to thirty five. And therefore, uh, is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants? And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. For as much as he had not pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and children, and all that he had, and payment be made. 
The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pray, I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of this, of that servant was moved with compassion and loosened him and forgave his debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou, uh, what thou owest. So here is this servant who was forgiven much, and he goes out, finds someone that owes him, uh, pence, it says. And the man began to even choke the guy. He, he didn't even allow him to start talking yet. He just started choking him and telling him to pay him. So, um, and his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him saying, have patience with me and I will, I will pay thee all. He actually, um, did the same thing that he, this other guy did. And when he would not, he went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto the Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that, he called him and said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgive thee all that death, because thou didst desirest me. Should not you also have had compassion on your servant? even as I had pity on thee. And his Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So lighten shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. From your heart, not from your mouth. Uh, a lot of people say, I forgive you, and they run off. But that's not what God is talking about. Um, forgiveness, what God is talking about, is totally different. Um, and if you understood the word of what it talks about and, and what it meant, you would really understand this thing from your spirit is just like what I read to you about that scripture, about uh, the Holy Spirit and God, you know, um, in Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah. That kind of forgiveness is what you, I'm talking about. We go and all the things that they did to you doesn't matter. You are praying for them. The scripture says, pray for your enemies. The Bible tells us to do that. And so if God, um, telling you to do that, expects you to do that. And if you don't do that, is not going to in any way, shape or form forgive you of yours. And so you do not want to be in that place where God is holding your sin against you. And that is why I say to you, you know, this is an enemy of your faith. This is a serious enemy that uh, you have total control over and that you cannot allow the spirit of unforgiveness to take authority over your life. I told you guys a story yesterday about the woman who did not forgive her husband. I actually heard that story several times just like that. Um, with other people, I talked to a woman who her revelation that God had given to her was about forgiveness. And she re reiterated to me a very similar story with someone just like that, unforgiveness for a dead husband. And it, it crippled that person manifested in their body. Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor 
and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So guys, this is a major enemy in our in our life, and we ought to recognize it. The Bible is telling us how to um, how to conquer that. Jesus said that he he uh, the Holy Spirit is here to help us. The book of Colossians three twelve uh, through thirteen it says, "Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness." humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you forgive that brother. And so it's time to grow up, guys. Either do you love Jesus Christ? He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so I challenge you guys, anyone and everyone that has unforgiveness in their heart, uh, go before God. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will is here to help us. And uh, we saw that in the book of John, where I read that. Pull out that scripture in John chapter 20, verse 20, 23. And when he said this to them, brothers, um, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. If you forgive, uh, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld from you. Call in the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit comes and helps us. And this is a major issue that we as a body of Christ have to deal with, this issue of unforgiveness. And I challenge all of you today to go before God and uh, uh, ask Him, uh, the Holy Spirit, to help you. And I'm going to leave you with this because it's in this scripture. Listen to this. So you are this new creature now. Bible tells us, behold, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new when we become born again. And so this is the commandment that Jesus gives to us. On therefore as the elect of God, the sons of God. Beloved, now are you the sons of God, the elect of God. How does he describe you? Um, therefore, uh, put on, it is our responsibility. On therefore. One means that you make the decision, therefore, uh, the elect to be holy and beloved. Bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. This is how you and I ought to live now as new citizens in the kingdom of God, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also you forgive your brother. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.